listening to the World Tour podcast of Cybersecurity Experts. The first series is dedicated to women in cybersecurity. In this series, I talk to women in cybersecurity who have a great impact on this community and make this industry more inclusive. Today, I am talking with Melanie Ryback. Melanie is co-founder and CEO of Radically Open Security, the world's first not-for-profit computer security consultancy company. She will talk to us about the first not-for-profit computer security consultancy company and her vision of cybersecurity as a social entrepreneur. Um, so Radically Open Security is a, um, a social enterprise uh, in the space of uh, computer security. You can find her on LinkedIn or visit radicallyopensecurity.com. To support this podcast and continue to hear about cybersecurity experts, follow me on social media or subscribe to this blog, gabrielb.fr slash blog, or subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. You can also comment it and share it. World Tour Podcast of Cybersecurity Experts, Series 1, Episode 1. Um, so yeah, um, thanks for accepting my invitation to this uh, to this podcast. So you are co-founder and CEO of uh, Radically Open Security. Um, could you could you tell us what uh, brought you to cybersecurity in the first place? Like uh, what what attracted younger Melanie to to cybersecurity? Yeah, so uh, I've been interested in security for a very long time. Um, Probably back when I was, gosh, uh, I must have probably been, been I don't know, 12 or 13 years old. I mean, this was actually back in the days, uh, really uh, before the uh, internet, uh, back when uh, there were bul bulletin board systems. Uh, and uh, yeah, I used to uh, kind of surf around uh, at that time. And uh, well, I mean, there were a lot of uh, articles at the time on uh, on the hacking and. Uh, well, various related topics. Uh, of course, at the time, I didn't uh, see any way to do it legally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I read all the stuff, but uh, in terms of actually practicing things, I went and uh, programmed little silly uh, text-based games instead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it wasn't really until uh, I did my uh, master's degree at the TU Delft uh, that uh, I uh, uh, actually got into, <laughs> legitimately got into security. <laughs> okay. Um, because that was the first time I realized I could actually uh, do it legally and uh, also even get academic credit for it, which I thought was the best thing ever. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know uh, if you could just tell us what is uh, radically open security and just like present it um, to explain to me and to people who will listen what, what is uh, our race. Yeah. Um, so Radically Open Security is a, um, a social enterprise uh, in the space of uh, computer security. So uh, I set it up as a so-called uh, non-profit company. Um, in other words, uh, there's this odd fiscal construction from the Dutch churches uh, called a fiscal fundraising institution. And I set it up as such that we have to give 100% of our profits uh, to the NLNet Foundation. And NLNet is a... Uh, uh, charitable foundation that uh, supports uh, essentially open source, digital rights, and, and anything for a better internet. 
so i was trying to experiment with with ways of being able to decouple the profit motive of companies from the actual operations of running a security company and i did this in direct reaction to the commercialization of the security industry and also the fact that it's quite the black box nowadays so i really wanted to create something that was by the community for the community in the most optimal way so we can really re-envision security as something being purely for the public good. Okay, so you you chose an NGO for it to be to be like uh, the, this non-profit status for it to be like the most open possible? Yeah, well we're not an NGO. Uh, NGOs typically uh, are pure non-for-profit uh, well, foundations uh, that uh, tend to run off of subsidy. Okay. And uh, we, uh, well, I, I don't really think that uh, running off of subsidy is uh, sustainable. Because, <laughs> yeah. of course, subsidies are drying up, especially in the current uh, political climate. And I'm a firm believer in social enterprise as a vehicle for, uh, for activism and positive impact. So I wanted to create an actual operational business <laughs> yeah. uh, because, uh, in my opinion, that really allows us to create a vehicle for positive impact, but then one that's financially sustainable in the long term. Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay, this question might sound... Um, what would be like your your dream, 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 dream project for the for the safety of internet? My uh, sorry, my dream project for what? The safety of internet. The safety of the internet. Yeah. Wow. Um. <laughs> If you could like uh, just uh, snap your hands and anything would would be what would you what you do? Well, look. If I think about safety on the internet. I think cybercrime, in a sense, is a symptom of deeper problems and deeper social problems. <laughs> I mean, I think that uh, there wouldn't be as much uh, criminality out there if there wasn't large groups of very desperate people, <laughs> you know, living in different parts of the world. I mean, financially desperate, socially desperate, <laughs> yeah. uh, desperate to get uh, employment sometimes. Uh, and. I mean, it's very easy to say, oh, I would just like to snap my fingers and uh, solve cybercrime. <laughs> uh, that would be convenient for a lot of us, but uh, I would actually far prefer that we could, uh, I could snap my fingers and then solve the actual underlying <laughs> reasons why the cybercrime is, uh, is happening in the first place. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, my dream project really is just to, uh, you know, actually, I mean, yes, I want to make things better with security, but also just to go after, you know, some of the deeper uh, social and economic problems that we have and really yeah. trying to figure out ways that uh, we can make people so happy that they don't even want to do cybercrime in the first place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a last question, uh, which is, uh, could you give, like, your own definition of uh, cybersecurity, something like uh, you... Like your definition, your own definition. I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, cybersecurity is a very broad thing. Um, yes, it is about hacking, <laughs> but I also see it as a uh, license to really learn about anything. Yeah. Because um, security really 
has its hooks in almost every single <laughs> part of uh, both computer science, but also uh, sociologically speaking. I mean, it, there, there are so many different rabbit holes to go down <laughs> uh, with security, and I think it's a really excellent field for anybody who's uh, intellectually curious. Uh, no matter what you want to learn about, it's probably relevant. So if you want to learn about programming, totally relevant. If you want to learn about uh, infrastructure, also relevant. Networking, you know, uh, operating systems, uh, cryptography, uh, you know, even uh, computer hardware, you know, computer architecture. Uh, there's very few topics actually yeah. <laughs> that, that are not relevant. I mean, AI, you know, and, and, and data mining, and uh, but also um, sort of more soft and fuzzy topics are also. Um, also relevant, so things like uh, sociology and psychology, and, uh, you know, understanding humans, I mean, that also is uh, is relevant. So that's, to me, I think uh, kind of what I really like the most uh, about security. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just a really a good excuse to uh, deep dive into almost everything that you could possibly be interested in uh, learning about. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, thank you. I think I'm I'm done. <laughs> thank you very much. Sure. World Tour Podcast of Cybersecurity Experts, Series 1, Episode 1.